What's up, everybody? Happy Friday or Friday. I cannot believe it's finally Friday. And I don't know about you, but I am excited for the weekend. Um, so let's jump right into this late night Friday podcast and let's talk about what's going on in the world today. Um, basically, I was looking at the Washington Post and I had to put it down. It was well, it was on my phone, but I had to put it down because there's just so much craziness going on in the world. And I don't know. Let's talk about something besides craziness. Oh, check this out. Have you seen the new, well, it's not new, it's second season of the YouTube Red original show called Cobra Kai? Oh, if you have not seen this movie, you definitely, TV show, you definitely have to check it out. Basically, it's... uh. The Karate Kid, but 30 years later, you have Daniel LaRusso, who's a father now, and Johnny Lawrence, who's a father now, but the rivalry is still there. Um, the rivalry between the Cobra Kai and the Miyagi Go Miyagi Do Karate. Um, so if you get a chance, you check it out. It's pretty good. Uh, me, myself, being an 80s kid, I like to uh, just check it out. And it's kind of funny because tonight I was reminiscing when I was out there shucking corn. Because uh, I had corn on the cob for dinner. Uh, if you get a chance to uh, get some corn this summer, definitely go out to the sweet corn patch out there. I want to say that Highway uh, 36, 32. Um, it's the one where the new bridge is, where they made a new intersection. right by, uh, The road that goes uh, between um, A-Action Pest Control and that gas station. Go out there. Um, no, I'm sorry. That's the wrong road. Go out towards River Road. And go out that way, like you're going towards Robinson Christian Church or you're going towards Williamstown. Uh, pick up a batch of, um, or a dozen of sweet corn, because it was definitely delicious. But anyway, getting back to the Karate Kid, you definitely got to check out this, this TV show. They're only like maybe 20 or 30 minutes. No, I'm sorry, about 40 minutes long, but there's no commercials. It's like kind of like Netflix, but it's with YouTube. Um, which kind of brings me to our big, uh, not big, but big, me, big story tonight. It's not really the big story because our Bible study is going to be the big story. But it seems like, you know, if you've been watching the Karate Kid movies in the 80s, I ain't talking about the new version. I'm talking about the original Daniel Sun and, and Mr. Miyagi. Um, if you noticed, if remember the All Valley Under 18 Tournament? that uh, Daniel LaRusso won. Now, many people will say that the uh, Daniel used an illegal kick. Um, I don't know the rules of karate, um, but they say that Daniel used the illegal kick. Now, the, if you remember the kick, it was the crane kick. And um, if you're a child of the 80s, we all try to use the, the crane kick. I mean, we tried it ourselves just to see if we can do it. But um, now they're saying it's an illegal kick. Um, and the funny thing about this new show, the Cobra Kai show, not giving away any spoilers in case you haven't seen it. Um, I believe Daniel was the bully and Johnny was just like the victim. Um, cause if you think about it, think about the movie, the karate kid, you know, Johnny just broke up with his girlfriend, Allie, and we know she was Allie with the nine. I mean, remember back when you were 16, 17 years old and your first girl broke your heart and there's Johnny, you know, his, his friends, you know, his buddies, his karate friends, 
um, or trying to cheer him up by saying, hey, Johnny, let's go to the beach, you know, and let's ride our dirt bikes and hang out. And Johnny's like, I don't know if I want to do this or not. And, and you know, Johnny, you know, reluctantly says, okay, let's go ride our, you know, our dirt bikes around. You know, what? that's what guys do. And would you believe Johnny sees Daniel kind of like moving in on his ex-girlfriend? They haven't been broken up for, what, two or three days maybe? And, you know, I'm sure Allie still had feelings, but I think Allie was trying to make Johnny jealous because if you go back and look at that movie, she sees Johnny up there on the hill with his friends, and that's when she starts, like, getting all lovey-dovey with Daniel. And then, you know, Johnny just wanted to talk to, to, uh, to Allie, and Daniel butts in. You know, and it's like, wow, Daniel, why don't you just leave them alone? You know, you're the new kid and let them work out their problems. Um, But then, you know, things kind of calm down a little bit. And what happens at the Halloween dance? You guessed it. You know, Johnny's in the bathroom, not bothering anybody. And Daniel puts a garden hose on him. And next thing you know, you know, they're chasing, trying to say, hey, buddy, don't do this to us. Why'd you get me wet? And out of nowhere, Mr. Miyake comes and starts beating up people. So, again, you know, there's controversy about that. But I do believe that Johnny uh, was the victim all along. Of course, um, that's that's my theory. And, you know, you have your own theory. I love to hear your theory on the Karate Kid. So drop me a line at LonnieCLove at gmail.com or you can text me. Um, 859-588-2430. Love to hear your theory on the Karate Kid, whether Johnny was the victim or was Johnny the bully. All right, and we're talking about Johnny Lawrence. Okay, I got a new segment for you tonight on uh, Geeks with Grace. We got a new segment called Amazing Facts. Here's some amazing facts I thought would be fun to look at before we dive into our Bible study. Um, Here's an amazing fact right here. It says that actor Leonard Nimoy, and if you don't know who Leonard Nimoy is, then we definitely need to go out to the Burley Cafe or go out to Bianchi's, get some breakfast and have some coffee and talk about Spock. You know, Leonard Nimoy played the iconic actor Spock um, in the the original Star Trek series. I mean, Spock was awesome. If you ever got a chance to, um, to watch Star Trek, the original ones, everybody liked Kirk. Everybody liked Captain Kirk, but it was Spock. I mean, his logic. You know, he had no emotions, supposedly, because he was half human, half Vulcan. But his his knowledge, you know, his logic was awesome. That's what I liked about Spock. Um, and you remember that one scene in the, in the 80s, had a new movie called Star Trek uh, Two: The Wrath of Khan. And when Spock died, and what do you remember what Spock said? He said, you have been... And you'll always be my friend. And he was talking about, you know, Captain Kirk. You know, Jim was his, you know, Jim was the captain. Uh, Spock was his um, science officer, stuff like that. But um, Leonard Nimoy, anyway, back to our subject. After Leonard Nimoy once gave a cab ride to John F. Kennedy. That's right. The future president told the expiring actor, he said, quote, lots of competition in your business, just like mine. But John F. Kennedy says, just remember, there's always room for one more good one. And Leonard Nimoy was one of the good ones. He also hosted a show, I believe, in the 70s called In Search Of. It was kind of like a a modern-day reality show where they went to look at different um, myths and mysteries, like, you know, Stonehenge and the pyramids and maybe UFO sightings. 
but I think it came on Sunday evenings right before Mutual Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Uh, now, if you're a kid of the 70s and 80s, you definitely remember Mutual Omaha's Wild Kingdom. That might have been on Saturdays because I remember Sunday was a Disney show. Um, let's look at some more crazy fun facts. It says here, whale milk has 30 to 50% fat content and as often as the consistency of toothpaste. There you go. You ever had uh, whale milk before? Um, it looks like toothpaste, so that's kind of cool. What's another crazy fact here? It says, well, this is a good one right up my alley since I'm in pest control and ministry. A giant American wasp called the tarantula wasp has a sting so painful one peer reviewed journal advised anyone who gets stung to lie down and scream to avoid further injury. Well, I'll do that with the regular bee. You don't need to uh to tell me to uh lie down when I get stung by a bee. And let's see what else is going on here. The crazy facts. It says the Wright brothers achieved flight in a plane that cost roughly one thousand dollars to build. In the race to fly, they beat Samuel Pierpont Langley, Secretary of the Smithsonian, who failed to achieve a successful flight, despite having $50,000 of government funding put toward his attempts. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You don't need a lot of money to be successful. You just got to have a vision, a heart, and the passion to do it. Let's see. We'll, we'll give you a couple more here. Then we'll go on to uh, some, sports, uh, some sports history. It says here, when PayPal was started, they gave $20 to everyone that made an account. And $20 for everyone, every person they referred. This cost them $60 to $7 million. But they had had 100,000 customers in the month PayPal went online. So again, you know, they took money to make money. That's pretty cool. Let's see if I can find another interesting fact here. Let's see here. All right, it says here, coffee flour is made from coffee cherries the discarded fruit surrounding the coffee bean, in spite of being high in fiber and protein, 75% of its discarded post-coffee production. Oh, so basically, if you eat the coffee cherry, you'll have a high fiber and protein intake. And we all know that a good fiber intake will be a better fiber outtake. All right, let's see. Let's compare one more fun fact, and we're going to do some, um, some sports history. Let's see. Uh, all right, here we go. Another John F. Kennedy one. Uh, during his time as congressman, congressman and later the U.S. president, John F. Kennedy donated all of his salary to charity. Well, there you go. You see, you know, we got presidents who do, you know, who do give out charity and stuff. So that's pretty awesome. All right. What's going on in today in sports history? Because I know there's a lot of sports people out there. And it says here in 1921, eight white White Sox players were acquitted of throwing the 1919 World Series. Oh, you remember that? Well, you don't remember it, but the famous uh, "Say It Ain't So, Joe." Um, the White Sox they said were um, they threw the 1919 World Series. So I guess uh, somebody made some some big bucks. Uh, in 1938. Bright yellow baseballs were used in a Major League Baseball game between the Brooklyn Dodgers and the St. Louis Cardinals. It was hoped that the balls would be easier to see. I think they still use some kind of a bright yellow softball um, in some players. In some leagues, they do that when they have a snow league or a regular league, uh, practice balls and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the Brooklyn Dodgers, you know. Y'all remember the Brooklyn Dodgers? Um, they had all the great players on there. I, my mind's going blank right now. Uh, but Jackie Robinson, number 42. 
um, which was pretty cool because he was the first African-American uh, called up into the majors. Um, and every day in April, they also now have a uh, a Frankie Robinson Day, which is kind of cool because if you ever seen the movie 42, I highly recommend you watch this movie because it kind of tells the, the, the biopic of, of Jackie Robinson and how he um, kind of fought through uh, racial tensions of the 19. 19- 30s and 40s to be called into the major leagues. And um, Pee Reese, who is from Louisville, Kentucky, he was the shortstop, I believe, for uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers. And one day they were playing in Cincinnati against the Cincinnati Reds. And, of course, tensions were high because of racial tensions. Uh, Pee Reese came out there uh, to first base to see old Jackie. And was talking to Jackie Robinson. But then Pee Wee did something kind of cool. He put his arm around Jackie. And he... Uh, just want to thank him for being strong enough to uh, to bring their team together and to bring the baseball league together. And then, you know, it was kind of funny because Pee Wee being uh, white and, and Jackie being black, uh, Pee Wee said, uh, well, maybe tomorrow no, we'll all wear number 42, which was Jackie Robinson's number. He said, maybe we'll all wear number 42 because um, this way nobody can tell us apart. And even today, in, in, in early April, late April, they have a Jackie Robinson day, and all the players uh, wear uh, number 42. So, again, you know, a little bit of information right there just about baseball. Where baseball, you know, boundaries or borders are being uh, broken and stuff like that and crossed over. All right, let's get to another segment we like to call Bible Verse of the Day, which is kind of cool because it's Bible verse. It's kind of It's going to lead us into our, our devotion tonight. It's going to lead us into our Bible study. It says, in Luke chapter 18, verses 42 through 43, it says here, Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God. All right, receiving your sight. Now, you know Right here, I believe they're talking about actual sight. The man was blind and he couldn't see. Uh, but tonight, we're going to talk about a different sight. Um, in fact, today I learned of a word called line of sight. I was out doing my pest control, and there's a gentleman who's into ham radios, um, and he was showing me how he can talk to people in Australia and Mexico and Brazil. But he also said because. Um, ham radio uses a different kind of frequency um, that actually uh, refracts, not reflect, reflects, but refracts awful particles of sunlight. Now, when there are certain sunbursts or certain kinds of sunlight, they give off radiation. And the radiation energizes and refracts these, these uh, megahertz signals, and they're able to communicate across the world. Um, but line of sight is directly from me to you. You know, there's no, nothing in the way. There's nothing, um, kind of blocking it, but with the refracting and with the, um, the signal in the sun, the actual UHF or the VHF, which one, I forget what he said, can go up into the atmosphere, the stratosphere and kind of get charged by this radiation sunlight and then kind of expand. It kind of gives it a power boost. But Jesus said to him, receive your sight. Your faith has been healed you. Now, let's talk about our sight. Let's talk about, you know, what we see every day. You know, I think sometimes we're blind. I think sometimes we're blind to 
corruption of sin in our own lives. You know, we want to ignore it. We want to ignore the sin around our ourselves. We want to ignore the corruption in our in our city, our schools, our country. And sometimes, you know, it, it, it takes faith to to want to be able to see because you have to believe. You have to believe in order to see. And I think we have to believe in other people. Um, somebody you may know um, believed. He was a sinner at first, but then he believed. I'm talking about John Newton. And if you don't know John Newton, then you definitely know the, the great poem or hymn he, he, he made. Uh, many know the background of the great hymn, Amazing Grace. John Newton, born in 1725, was only 11 years old when he went to sea with his father. What happened was his mom died when he was seven. So his father was this mean old sea captain, and he took him out on the sea when he was 11. Can you imagine being 11 years old and going out to sea? So anyway, when he was only 11 years old when he went to sea with his father. He spent much of his youth at sea, and then eventually he became a captain of his own ship, which was actually a slave ship. Um, he seemed to be an unpleasant person by reports, but no redeeming qualities. He didn't redeem. He didn't care about nobody. He known to be arrogant. Um, he once was insubordinate and went to jail because he was in the British Navy. Um, but then in 1747, he was on a ship that encountered a fierce storm. Overcome with fear, Newton cried out to Jesus and his life changed. Grateful and overwhelmed, he wrote Amazing Grace. Now think about that. 2,000 years before that, there was another man who had an encounter uh, with Jesus. And do you remember who that was? That's right. It was Saul of Tarsus who became Paul and became one of the greatest missionaries of all time. So again, you know, when you're blind to what's around you, you're not going to be able to see what God has in store for you. Um, and again, just a little small little taste of Amazing Grace. I give you, if you get a chance, you definitely should um, look up John Newton and just see how he just transferred his life, transformed his life to serve Jesus. Um, now, of course, you know, there are many different um, versions, new song stanzas or new lines written to Amazing Grace. But um, again, Amazing Grace has really run the best known hymns. I mean, I like Amazing Grace. It's a good song. I know Chris Tomlin um, kind of adds some to it about, what, 10 years ago, maybe? Um, he did the version, My Chains Are Gone, which is really popular in the churches today. Um, but like I said, that, you know, it's, it's, it's a good song, but it really isn't one of my favorites. Um, I, I have a lot of good favorite songs, favorite hymns. Um, I think um, It Is Well With My Soul. I think that's probably one of my, my favorite songs. Even Mercy Me came out uh, last year and kind of add to um, to that hymn. So you get a chance, um, look up some hymns. You know, shoot me a line at LonnieCLove at gmail.com and let me know what one of your favorite hymns are. Maybe we'll play it for you on here. All right, let's, let's close out our podcast tonight with some, um, some crazy-looking facts, okay? I'm looking at some of these facts here and see what will be kind of good to see. Okay, if you're a math person, it says here in the 1870s, William Shank spent 15 years of his life calculating pie. Not the kind of pie you eat, but pie, P-I, to 707 places by hand. But however, the last few years were wasted as he made a mistake after the 527 digit. Can you imagine spending 15 years of your life calculating something? 
and then be told two years of your life was a mistake and they did it wrong. And let's see here. Uh, in 1859, English settler Thomas Austin released only 24 rabbits onto his property in Australia, stating the introduction of a few rabbits could do little harm and might provide a touch of home. <laughs> if you know anything about rabbits, in addition to a spot of hunting, by the 1920s, the population of rabbits in Australia reached to 10 billion. That is crazy. So uh, definitely don't give your kids no rabbit. Um, all right. Well, here's one more good one. Let's see here. Let me find one more good one to close this out. And I definitely want to want to pray for you guys before we close out. Okay, here we go. It says here, dragonflies are one of the most efficient killers in nature. Capturing their prey more than 95% of the time. There you go, ladies, dude, um, gentlemen. Uh, definitely, if you feel, you know, froggy and you want to jump, don't jump towards a dragonfly because they definitely will um will take care of their prey. All right, guys, well, that's all the time we have for tonight. I definitely want to pray for you guys tonight. So let's go ahead and um, let's go to the Lord right now in prayer. Uh, Father God, again, we thank you for this night. We do thank you for the ability to come and, and just share your word, God, to um, just share how the, the lonely man got his sight back through Jesus and how through our encounter with Jesus, Lord, we can um, find sight with you and with our fellow man or fellow woman or fellow students. So, God, I pray, as I always do, for uh, this podcast. I pray for, uh, for our ministry. I also pray for kids going back to school, the students, the teachers, the bus driver, the staff, everybody involved in and the education and safety of our students. Father, I pray also just for the local churches that they continue to grow and spread your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. This has been Geeks with Grace.